Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for joining me on another episode of the UNP. I really do appreciate it. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I got some awesome information for how to snag a girl's phone number, and I'm going to give it all to you today. If you've been writing with me for a long time, you know what to do. That's right. Smack yourself on the ass. You are a champion. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. What do you say we just jump right into it, huh? All right, so in this episode, we're going to talk about how to get a phone number where she actually texts you back. So if you want to learn how to snag phone numbers where she doesn't text you, this isn't the episode for you because I see it all the time on YouTube, in real life, in field, guys getting girls phone numbers, feeling all good about themselves and then scratching their head when the girl doesn't text them back. So what I'm going to give you here is the real way to get a phone number that will stick. And what I mean by stick is she's actually going to text you back. So I want to let you know that these strategies are field tested, Mark Singh approved. They have been tested over years and years and years of trial and error, seeing what works and what doesn't. And ultimately, and this should be pretty obvious, you got to get her pretty damn attracted if she's going to text you back. Snagging a phone number is pretty damn easy. In fact, I could teach a lot of you guys to do it within like one day. It's not really that hard. A lot of times, to be honest with you, girls will just give you their phone number to get rid of you and they really don't have an intention to text you back. How hard is it to block numbers when they come in? It's not hard at all. It's easier for her to just say yes than to go through the difficult situation of saying no and having that uncomfortable feeling between you and her. So a lot of girls will just toss their number out, no big deal, with no intention of texting you back. But in this episode, we really want to get down to brass tacks. How do you do it where she's actually going to text you back? Okay, so what I did is I left two different podcast links in the description below. The first podcast link is to a podcast I did called The Four Pillars of Attraction. And the four pillars of attraction are really important because you kind of need to hit all these pillars or at least some semblance of hitting them throughout the conversation in order to get her attracted enough to you to want to give you her phone number. Secondly, the other link that I left is called qualifying. I think I called it attraction booster 1000 qualifying. It was probably about a month ago that I filmed that, but there's a link in the description. So after you listen to this, go check those two out with the qualifying one. Particularly a big issue that guys do is they ask for the phone number before they really learn anything about the girl. So many times when you ask a girl's phone number and she doesn't feel like she's had to win you over, she doesn't feel like she's had to game you then she's gonna sit there wondering why did you want her phone number? And the rational conclusion she comes to, which is usually true by the way, is you just want her sex. You don't really care about her. You just went up, talked a bunch, dropped some lines, did some charisma, maybe some you know gambits and stuff like that. And then you ask for her phone number and she's like, dude, he, he doesn't even know anything about me. So in qualifying, we make her work for us and that's a big psychological boost to make her wanna text you back because she feels that she won you over for more than just her looks. Especially pretty girls, they don't want to think that you just want them for their looks because they get that all the time. So those two podcast episodes, I strongly suggest you check those out after you listen to this one. But let's go ahead and get into it. So let's assume that you do bust out the four pillars of attraction. The fourth pillar, by the way, is qualifying. So let's say you do qualifying on top of it. You guys have a great conversation. She's super attracted to you. 
Honestly, brother, I would prefer it that she suggests exchanging phone numbers and it will happen. When you get really good at building up attraction, when you get really good at getting them into you, they're going to suggest it. They're going to drop little hints like, hey, so do you like to do you like to eat gyros or do you like to go to coffee shops? What are you doing this weekend? Like they, they start insinuating it. And then, you know, when they start suggesting it, it's easy to grab it. You just hand her your phone. Boom. She puts her number in it. And then that's that. So that's ideally what we want to do. We don't even want to try to ask for it as some like end all be all mission that we're going for. And then specifically, we don't want to just abort mission when we get the phone number. I'll talk about that in a minute. But what we really want to do is work on our attraction building techniques. And in fact, to be honest with you, man, like getting the phone number should just be part of your gambits. It should just flow into the natural part of the conversation. But I know you guys really like these lines and these strategies, and I definitely have those for you, and I'm going to give them to you in this episode. But ideally speaking, when you get good, when you get to a level of mastery that I know you all want to be at, it's like no big deal, right? It's it's like kissing her. It's just a part of the attraction building techniques, really. So I want you to focus more on how to get better at talking to girls, how to get them attracted to you. Because if they can hint for it, then it's like, bro, of course it's going to stick. Why is it going to stick? Is because she's the one who suggested it. So that's ideally what we want. But I do understand we don't always get that. So here are some of the things that I would suggest you say. One of the things I like to say is what would you suggest we do to continue this conversation some other time? And I'll try to do this after I qualify her. So qualifying, quick recap, and before you listen to that episode, if you haven't yet, is to make her work for you. Say something like, so what would your best friend say is the coolest thing about you? When she works for you and she jumps through your hoop, you reward that. And you say, you know what, Kelly, you're actually pretty cool. What would you suggest we do to continue this conversation some other time? Now, the beautiful thing about that is she has to suggest it. See, if you can make her the one who pushes the relationship forward during each step, not necessarily physically, but really giving you the green light to go physical, giving you the green light to get her number, to ask her on a date, that's really ideally what you want. So with women, the best dynamic to have is to get her so attracted that she hints at ramping up to the next step and then you lead it. Like I always say, lead her to where she wants to be led. So when you say, what would you suggest we do to continue this conversation some other time, she's going to say like, oh, I can give you my phone number. You'd be like, cool, here's my phone. Boom. She puts her phone number in it. Another thing I often say is, why don't you toss me your number and we'll catch up some other time. So, hey, Kelly, you know what? You seem pretty cool. Here, why don't you toss me your number? We'll catch up some other time. In sales, there's a term called assume the close. So assuming the close means that you assume you're going to get her number. So you hand her your phone. Hey, why don't you toss me your number and we'll catch up some other time. Another thing you can do is be like, here, here, let me see your phone. Grab her phone, call yourself, call yourself with it. And then and then you have her number. So I, I really don't like these like tricky uh, manipulative ways to do it. Like you hear stories about guys just going up to girls. I, I heard this one story. I don't know the guy. I just heard it somewhere where he went up to a girl in the gym who was on the elliptical trainer, took her phone and then called himself with it, put it back in the cup holder and then walked away. Okay. It's cute. It's catchy. It's funny to tell our boys, but like, bro, is she really going to text you back? Very unlikely. I mean, you didn't even say anything to her. Why is she going to text you back? Maybe, maybe she will, you know, I was confident. It was funny. Maybe she liked it, but honestly, 
I really advocate building that connection with her, building the attraction, and then getting the phone number is just, again, part of your attraction building sequence, part of the conversation, really. Like, hey, hey, what are you up to this weekend? Cool, well, you know, we're doing this, that, and the third here. Why don't you toss me your number and uh, maybe we'll catch up. So something like that. Okay, so one big concept that I mentioned previously is I don't like guys who just abort mission when they get the phone number, almost like that was the only reason they were talking to her. They're just going throughout the night trying to grab phone numbers. But a lot of guys will be like, get the phone number and then they leave, right? And they'll be halfway out of their seat before she's done even typing it into his phone. It just makes her feel cheap. So I like to stick around a little bit longer. And some of the things that I say to put like a funny cap on top of the fact that she just gave me her phone number is, so listen, Kelly, I promise to text you 500 times until your cell phone overheats and burns a hole in your purse. Always makes them laugh. Or I say, hey, promise you're not going to text me more than 500 times in a row because my cell phone overheats and it's like, I have enough burns on my legs as it is. Ha ha ha. Or I say to her, listen, Kelly, no calls after 2 a.m. I get enough of those as it is. Listen, I know you're stalker Texas Ranger, but slower down there. Stop your calling after 1 a.m., okay? After 1 a.m., just go ahead and move it into the sniper hide that's in my backyard. It's a lot easier for both of us. That way I can get some sleep and then you can be closer to me while you stalk me. Ha ha ha. Okay, another thing I do when I get the phone number is I'll call her while she's standing there. Now, there's two reasons for this, one of which is you're verifying whether or not she gave you a fake number. It it sucks, right? Like you call her and her phone doesn't ring. You're like, what? She gave me a fake number. Or like she gives you a number that's like 555. You're like, wait a minute, I know that's fake. But what I like to do is call her while she's standing there and her phone will start ringing and I'll be like, hey, pick that up. I think it's someone important. And she'll pick it up and I'll be like, hey, hey, what's up? It's Mark. And I'll like talk to her while we're both on the phone. You see how that's working? And I'll be like, hey, this is Mark. So I met this cute girl at uh, the supermarket. I think she might be a little weird. Do you think I should text her? And she'll be like, I don't know. She could be a little bit too crazy for you. And then we have like a bantering kind of conversation right there and then. And that builds a lot more attraction. So that's a cool little strategy you can do. Also, what I'll do is when I'm talking to girls... I'll often give them a little nickname. So as you heard me say, I like to call him Stalker Texas Ranger. That's my big one lately. I've also been known to use Itty Bitty. What's up, Itty Bitty? Or if she's cool about being teased, I'll call her Dum Dum. So sometimes what I'll do is after I snag her number, I'll text her pretty soon after, like a few minutes after I leave, and I'll say, nice to meet you, Itty Bitty. Have a good night. Or, hey, nice to meet you, Stalker Texas Ranger. No calls after 2 a.m. I get enough of those as it is. Or nice to meet you, dum-dum. See you when you're in my stalker hide in my backyard. Whatever you think is going to work for her, that gives her your number. So in case she wants to text you the next day, she can. And then also it kind of builds like a alliance is what I call them. It's like a secret thing between you and her. And nicknames are really good for that. So once again, itty-bitty, stalker Texas Ranger, and dum-dum are some of the ones that I go with. All right, when you don't have a lot of time to get the number, for example, you see the hottest girl of the day and she's driving by in her car, you can try something like this, right? So I I would do this all the time is I would stop cars in the parking lot because it always seemed like the hottest girl of the day would be driving down in the parking lot. Maybe it's because I wouldn't see her body, I kind of found out. Like a lot of girls look pretty hot from the neck up, 
when they're driving in their car, but then they get out of their car and it's like, you know, but donk a donk butt. And you're like, God damn it, dude. Fucking American standard diet did it to me again. Jesus. But I would open a lot of girls in the parking lot and try to grab numbers. Honestly, like I just said, the success rate wasn't that great as far as them replying, but I would get a lot of numbers this way. And here's how I'd do it. So I'd stop the car. I'd walk up to the window, obviously with a smile on my face, very friendly, kind of standoffish, not being like, you know, wearing a Dungeons and Dragons trench coat with a Slayer t-shirt on, like, give me, give me your money, lady, like she's going to get mugged, but like letting her know that I want to say something to her. And then I'd be like, hey, I know that was kind of crazy, but honestly, you're really cute. And I'd be kicking myself the rest of the day unless I did this. So I'm going to do the only thing I can do in this situation, and that's ask for your phone number so we can catch up some other time outside the parking lot. And they would always crack up and I'd usually get it. Now, once again, what percentage of them would text me back? 50? About? Maybe one and two? Whereas when I'm in the bars, I have pre-selection. I do the four pillars of attraction. I qualify her. It's like 90% of the time they're going to text me back. And honestly, I got to the point where I wouldn't even ask unless I knew it was on, right? And even if it was on, sometimes I wouldn't ask because you get busy. You know, you're doing four or five dates a week, man. Your dick is hurting. It looks like a shriveled up burn victim hiding in the corner of your underwear. You're like, meh, I don't think I really want to ask for this girl's number tonight. So that's where I really want you guys to get. But I understand initially you're going to have to pull off some of these like kind of cute things in order to get phone numbers. Now, here's a cute thing. You send her a note and this works really good at coffee shops. So my buddy and I used to do this all the time. On Sundays, we'd go to the coffee shop and we would just like write hi on a napkin and then pass it to the girl. And then it's really cool because it's almost like you guys are in grade school again, passing notes back and forth. And it's better than actually talking sometimes because sometimes uh, coffee shops, libraries, places where people study, bookstores, it's not really good to sit there trying to get in a conversation where you know 10,000 people can hear you. So it's cool just to pass a little note. Hey, what's up? Or what I do a lot of the times is challenge her to a tic-tac-toe contest, tic-tac-toe game, right? Write the tic-tac-toe game. I'd put an X in the upper right-hand corner and then I'd pass it to her and say like, your turn. And then we would have a tic-tac-toe game. I'd ask her some questions, build some rapport. And then what I'd always do is be like, can I have your phone number, right? On the, on the piece of paper. And then it would have a box that says yes a box that says no, and then I'd have an arrow pointing at the no, and it would say, don't pick this one, right? And I'd always get the phone number that way. Once again, the stick rate wasn't nearly as good as it is when you get to actually talk to her, build that connection, build the attraction, qualifier, etc. But it's a really cool thing to do, especially for you guys who are a little bit shy. Just pass her a note. All right, one other thing I wanted to mention is when you ask for a girl's number at a place where she's working, Bro, the note pass is the way to do it. Why? Because let's say, and this happens so many times with me and my friends, you're you're at a restaurant and you think the waitress is like attracted to you, right? But you can't really tell. Is she being nice? Is she attracted to me? I'm pretty sure she's attracted to me. So maybe you go there a couple times, you're feeling the vibe. And what you do is you say, hey, listen, um, I just want to let you, and you write this down again on a note. Hey, listen, I think you're really cute. Uh, was wondering if I could grab your phone number. And then you do the yes box, no box, arrow pointing at the no box, don't pick this one. Now, you hand that to her when she's going to go back in the kitchen. 
Okay, so this gives her the ability to look at the note and say what she has to say without like being in front of her coworkers, without being in front of her boss. Cause bro, like she's not allowed to be giving her phone number away to guys in front of her boss. So you're socially savvy like that and you make it easy on her. And I've gotten tons of phone numbers from what I call hired help. And hired help is again, waitresses, baristas, chick that chicks that work like at clothing stores, etc. By doing this kind of method, you say, Hey, I think you're really cute. Um, was wondering if you're single, how would you feel about tossing me your number? Pick yes, pick no. And then you can even leave like whatever, seven slashes for her to put her phone number on. Actually, it would be 10 because you need the area code. Yeah. 10 slashes to put her phone number on. And then, you know, I've had girls write back like, that's so sweet. You know, I think you're cute, but I do have a boyfriend and it gives her the opportunity to wiggle out of it if she has to, because some girls bro, it's like some girls, you can't snap them out of that I'm working kind of mode. They always stay very professional. And it's funny because I always try to snap them out of that. And and sometimes you can't. So that's a really good method to do when the chick is working. All right. Another thing I wanted to say, see, I'm I'm telling you, man, I'm giving you the goods right now on social media or any of the dating sites. What I like to do and what I suggest to my clients is to move it over to texting if you can. So let's say you're on Tinder, you guys match. And what I would say a lot of the times is, hey, listen, I'm thinking about closing this app or I don't enjoy using the Tinder messenger app. So how would you feel about moving this over to texting? Okay, that implies, hey, give me your number. I like to go for the phone number off of the social media apps and the dating apps because a micro yes is one yes closer to the yes of going on a date to the yes of having sex. So If a girl's not comfortable enough to give you her phone number off of Tinder, it's like she's not really serious, so you can move on. One thing I like to do when a girl says I'm not comfortable enough yet, which a lot of chicks say I'm not comfortable enough yet, really beat it, dude. Kick rocks with your head down. I don't even want to talk to you anyway. But one thing I like to do is send her a picture of a pillow and say comfortable enough yet, question mark. That's one thing you can do. But I like the method of trying to get the phone number off the social media sites, Tinder, etc. Now, as we begin to wrap up this podcast, I have a question for you. Do you think it's better to give your phone number to her or to take her phone number? Okay, if you don't know the answer to this, then you really should listen to some of my previous podcasts about masculinity. Obviously, take her number. We don't want to put her in the masculine role. The masculine role is the one who texts first is the masculine role. If you give her your number, which a lot of guys do, And in my opinion, it's a cowardly way to do it because you don't have the balls to ask for her number. If you do that, you're putting her in the masculine role. She has to reach out to you first. You're also doing the unintelligent thing where you're putting the ball on her court. You want the ball on your court. You want to have control. Now, when should you text her? I'm going to get into this when I do talk about texting. Text her the next day at 6 p.m. Okay, I'll explain later in that podcast coming up in a couple weeks or months. But just trust me, you get a number, Text the next day at 6 p.m. There's a myriad of reasons as to why. I'll explain later. All right, and finally, when you leave a girl after you get her number, you want to leave on a high note. Always leave women on a high note. Whether you're first talking to them, whether you're on a first date, whether you guys are dating for a while or even in a relationship, always eject when she's laughing and she's wanting more. So what I really like about those lines, hey, I promise to text you 500 times in a row, until your cell phone overheats and burns a hole in your purse. The reason I like that is because it puts her on a high note. She's laughing 
and I'll say, all right, I'll see you later, Sarah. And it like leaves her with that good feeling about me when I eject so that it gives a higher chance of her texting me back. All right, guys, I think that just about covers it. Look at there, dude. I hit right about 20 minutes. I'm pretty happy with that. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, if you could kindly leave me a review on whatever app you're listening to this on, and if you can't leave a review, tell a friend, man. Tell them about Mark Singh, Captain Save a Bro, and I would really appreciate it. But you know, the reviews are what I want most, especially those iTunes reviews. And then if you can write something behind it with the five stars and then you write some stuff, man, that really just means the world to me. I see every single one. Um, I got this awesome one, I think, today from a 50-year-old guy. And he's like, man, I wish I had you, you know, when I was younger. And I was like, man, you're my mentor. You're my elder. Like I'm only 43 and you're 50. So that really meant the world to me. Like a 50 year old guy, man, he's, uh, he's up there in the eldership. So I really, really appreciated that. And all the other ones too, guys, I see every single one and I send out a silent thank you each time I get one. So if you could do that for me, if you found any value in this podcast, as well as my other episodes, that's really the best way to thank me. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.